Yeah, welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. If you're new here, this is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking recruiting process. And we're showing up every single day, giving you new knowledge, new concepts, trying to understand all this investment banking stuff. So uh, yeah, I am here reporting live from Chicago, Illinois. Hope you're enjoying this. I know most of you, at least at this point in the show's history, are listening from New York. So shout out to New York. If you're in Chicago, shout out to Chicago or wherever you're from. I'm just so grateful that you're listening and learning this stuff with me. And today's question relates again to valuation. We're going through all of the basic fundamentals of valuation that you're going to need to know. And we're going to be looking today at this question. Would an LBO or a DCF give a higher valuation? Now, let me break down these terms for you because we haven't covered these in detail yet, but it's going to help you learn the base concepts. So LBO is a leveraged buyout, leveraged buyout. So private equity firm comes in, they want to buy a company, they want to use debt to do it. By using the debt, they put in a minimal amount of their own capital. They generate a high rate of return, sell the business within maybe five to 10 years and realize a large amount of profits. DCF. DCF is kind of like your bread and butter methodology. We talked about that being one of the main methods to value a business, discounted cash flow. Looking at the intrinsic value of a business by projecting the cash flows using a certain set of assumptions and then discounting those cash flows back to the present. We'll talk about the nitty gritty of how all that works in a future episode. But the main thing you need to know is DCFs and LBOs, they're similar analyses. It's just that the LBO analysis is a little bit different. But conceptually, what are we hitting on here? Would an LBO or a DCF give a higher valuation for a particular company? And here's the answer. A discounted cash flow model will generally give you a higher valuation because it accounts for both the terminal value of a business as well as the value of the cash flows between year one and whenever the business reaches its terminal value. And again, if this makes no sense to you at all because we haven't really talked about terminal value or cash flows at all with the DCF, that's okay. Come back to this episode later. But essentially what we're, we can think of it as kind of like a DCF model has these two timeframes associated with it. There's a time frame between now and some point in the future when the business reaches quote unquote terminal value. And that's because businesses don't grow at high rates forever, right? At a certain point, we make an assumption that a business is going to grow at some slow growth rate in perpetuity. And that makes sense because if a business grows at 20% per year forever, it'll eventually own the entire world. And mathematically, that's impossible. So growth rates naturally slow over time. And breaking a discounted cash flow model into these two separate time periods allows us to account for the reality of the slowing growth of a company. So we have this kind of presence to somewhere in the future range. That's part one. And then part two is somewhere in the future to forever. And that's the terminal value. So what we're saying here is that with a discounted cash flow model, 
you're calculating the value of a business both in the medium term and in the long term. But for a leveraged buyout, it's a little bit different. You're only accounting for the cash flows at the terminal value. Because if this private equity firm is coming in and they're buying this company, they're leveraging it up, and then they're selling it, they, they just really care about the value at the exit, right? They care about the value once that business hits its terminal value. So because the LBO method is really just looking at that second piece instead of the value of the cash flows of the first and the second piece, the DCF is going to give a generally higher valuation. Okay, so that may have been a lot based on where you're at in terms of understanding DCFs and LBOs, but hopefully that makes sense to you. But I'm going to explain this in another way conceptually that I understand because it's just another way to think about it. And sometimes it's useful to hear multiple perspectives when tackling the same problem. So it's kind of a generalization, but a discounted cash flow valuation methodology will give a higher valuation because you don't need to hit a super high internal rate of return like a leveraged buyout deal does. With a discounted cash flow model, you can afford to value the company a bit higher because the hurdle rate for returns is not as high. Now, a lower purchase price, on the other hand, would mean a lower valuation and imply lower returns for investors. And when you look at LBOs, you're typically looking at lower purchase prices because it kind of makes sense, right? Like if you buy, let's let's take an example. If you want to buy a candy bar and you know for a fact that you can always sell that candy bar for $2, if you can buy it for $1, then you're going to make $1 in profit, right? Two minus one equals one. But if you buy that candy bar for 50 cents, and you still know you can sell that same candy bar for $2, then you're gonna make $1.50 in profit, which is a higher return on your money, right? So these private equity firms, when they do leverage buyouts, they're trying to get as low of a price as possible because it boosts the return on investment of their money. And what is the implication of a lower purchase price? Well, the implication of a lower purchase price is a lower valuation, right? As opposed to your typical DCF, you may be looking at longer periods of time. You are accounting for the cash flows in the medium term, not just in the long term, like we mentioned. And so DCF is generally going to produce a higher valuation. So hopefully that little anecdote <laughs> helps you understand it a little bit more. Uh, but that is essentially the answer. DCF will generally give a higher valuation than an LBO. Okay. So that's what I got for you today. This is Alex Mason from Investment Banking Insights, and I will see you on the next one.